0: hello there welcome to the beloved son ministry show where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the father this father who has loved us with an everlasting love so now let us come together yes in all of our brokenness and all of our woundedness but also in all of our belovedness to share with one another Impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So, welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, happy Easter! Hallelujah! The Lord is risen. Indeed, he is truly risen. You know, what a great joy it is for us to once again celebrate um, the time, the day when our Lord broke free from the gates of hell. Not free, he was He was never in bondage. But um, the day when he broke the gates of hell and released the souls that have just and bringing them up, filling them with life once again, the life. That comes from the father. The eternal life. And what a joy it is for us. To once again witness this. To once again. um, Celebrate. Our Lord's. Victory over death. A a victory that has. Eternal consequences. For us. Because of his resurrection. We're here. Because of his resurrection. We have eternal life. Um, It's a. This is what we've been waiting for. This is the most important time for, for the Christian community. A time that our Lord has come back and, and, and will come again. So I just want to offer you a, some, um, some, some Easter greeting. You know, wishing you a, a very blessed Easter season. As you know, as Catholics, we celebrate Easter for, for about 50 days, right? Um, seven weeks before Pentecost. Um, but you know, what is a resurrection? You know, if we really think about someone coming from the dead, it's quite absurd, right? It's, it's it's like, well, once you're dead, you're dead. You know, you don't, you don't really come back, but, but our Lord did. And one day we will too, in our glorified bodies. But the question and the prompt I would like to invite all of us to ponder today and in this week, this Easter week, is what do we see? Well, what do I mean, what do we see? In the gospel for Easter Sunday this year, we hear about Mary Magdalene going to the tomb early in the morning to um, to I guess anoint the body or or to or to have a little visit with Jesus. But what does she find? She found that the stone was removed. So what? So what does she do? She doesn't go in, but she runs back. She runs back to Peter. Peter, a prominent figure, the one who who our Lord placed first among the apostles, but also the one that most prominently denied our Lord. But yet Mary knew to go to Peter. She went to Peter and to John. And she said, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we do not know where they put him. So what happens? Peter and James, Peter and John, they run to the tomb. And of course, there's always this debate that you know John ran faster, but yet he stopped. And then he let Peter go in first. Um, I, I, again, pointing to the important place that Peter has in the life of the church. But but we won't get we won't get into that today. But rather, what does Peter see when Peter arrives at the tomb, and he goes in. Listen, they both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had had covered his head not the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciples also went in, the one who arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. Well, of course, to the 21st century Christian, this is absolutely normal. Of of course, they see just the cloths there. Jesus rose from the dead, of course. But it was not that apparent in first century A.D., Mary Magdalene probably thought someone stole Jesus' body. Someone stole it. And, and that's why she said they have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we do not know where they had put him. So that was a that was a common um belief that the Lord's body was stolen. And this was something also that those perhaps the Jewish leaders then was also telling the folks that it was his disciples who stole the body. So it had come three days later that there's nobody there. Oh, look, he, he rose from the dead when in, when in reality, Jesus was still dead. And so the, one of the famous theories at the time, the belief was that Jesus, you know, he was stolen. And that's why they think that he rose from the dead because he was not in the tomb. But, but we know that can't be. Well, why? If you were going to... Well, okay, for well, one, imagine the big boulder, the stone, okay? Who has the energy to roll that over himself, right? And then to carry a little it It's just not probable. That giant stone and boulder... Over the entrance of the tomb. And also. If someone were to steal a body. Steal. Meaning doing something illegal. And you want to not be seen. So you want to do it quickly. Right? Why would you take the burial cloth off. And put them in the corner. Why would you do that? You wouldn't. If, if I were going to steal the body, I'm going to pick it up and run as fast as, as I can. But yet, John details here that the burial cloths were there. And the cloth that covered his head was also rolled up in a separate place. It doesn't make sense that our Lord's body was stolen. Because if it, because if it was stolen, he would have brought everything with him, including the cloths on him. So here we see Mary Magdalene. Her response is someone stole the body. Very natural, very natural response, right? Someone, someone, someone stole the body. Very natural. But then the apostles responds. Then the other disciple who went in, he saw and believed. What did he believe? For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. So brothers and sisters. I invite all of us today to go to the tomb of our Lord. Imagine us there. Imagine running with Peter and John and Mary Magdalene running to the tomb. And we. Crouch down and we look in. We see that dark space. The burial cloths. What. Is our reaction. Is it. Oh he's missing. Or is. He rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. So what do we see. What do we see in the tomb. Do we see an empty tomb? Only as an empty tomb with no body? Or do we see an empty tomb because our Lord has risen, has rose from the dead? Because, brothers and sisters, our answer to this question has huge implications for how we will live our lives. Because if it is simply an empty tomb and our Lord's body is just not there, I would not be sitting here talking to you in this way. I would be out there doing whatever it is that that I think will give me the most pleasure and joy and happiness. Not sitting here talking to you about an empty tomb, right? But if my response is, I see the empty tomb and I know that something Impossible for man happened here. The resurrection of our Lord. The fulfillment of scriptures has taken place. And when we go to the empty tomb, do we see darkness and despair and hopelessness and anxiety and fear? because our Lord is missing or do we go and we see hope because the Lord has risen from the dead joy because we have the gift of eternal life and peace because we know that the Lord will never leave us what do we see who do we see And what are we going to do about it? Brothers and sisters. Our Lord has risen from the dead. Our Lord. After. Suffering his passion. And dying on a cross. Descending into hell. Breaking. The chains of sin and death. Freeing Adam and Eve. The souls of the just. And rose victorious. Conquering the enemy, once and for all. That is what we celebrate today. The joy and the promise of the, of the resurrection. And our Lord promises that we too will be with him and share in his glory, share in his resurrection. Because we, are, we by our baptism, we died with him. We were buried with him. But we also rise with this new life within us. Brothers and sisters, today our Lord is risen from the dead. He burst out the tomb, burst out from the darkness because the darkness cannot contain the light. And Jesus is the light of the world, the light that gives us hope, the light that brings hope in a place of despair, the hope that we so need in our society today. May we remind one another today of this joy, of this light, of this hope. The hope of the resurrection. The hope that will keep us going. The hope that will lift us to the Father. Brothers and sisters, happy Easter once again. Know my prayers for you and please pray for me. And I'll see you next time. Probably on Divine Mercy Sunday. God bless you. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.BelovedSonMinistry.org.